3: welcome back to life Mike the time is 1250 it was just under 24 hours ago that news broke of another mass shooting here in the United States of America this time in Boulder Colorado at a grocery store a 21 year old man entered the store and opened fire on innocent shoppers uh, Sarah Boulder or Sarah rather was the mother of of a 21-year-old, she and her son were there inside the store at the time the shooting began. Here's a quick look at what she experienced. I just looked at my son and focused. I just didn't want to. I just looked at him and just kept running. You didn't want to see. I didn't want to see anything but his face. <sighs> just, I just wanted to make sure that he got out okay. Ten people lost their lives yesterday, including uh, Officer Eric Talley, 51 years old, father of seven, uh, along with nine others, uh, fell victim to uh, the 21-year-old suspect who, uh, according to reports, received a gunshot wound himself and is in custody, currently facing 10 murder charges. Uh, My my heart breaks. Uh, It's one of those deals where you, you know, in this business, you... You get accustomed to the pace of incoming news and you get accustomed to, uh, you know, knowing uh, if the phone vibrates like two or three times, probably not a big deal. Uh, Yesterday, I can tell you, as my program was wrapping up, uh, the phone started going nuts. And it was news outlet after news outlet uh, reporting on uh, this tragic, tragic event. And immediately, you know, these days, immediately you start asking uh, questions about motive, Uh, You start asking questions about the nature of the weapon used. You start asking questions about what would I do if I found myself in just that circumstance. Later on in the program, we're going to talk about the weapon used. We're going to talk about what is happening now in reaction in Washington, D.C. But right now, uh, joining us is Debbie DeJanovic here in studio. She uh, had occasion this morning to speak with a retired FBI agent, Carl Schmay, uh, about what would you do, what should you do to preserve your own life and that of others if you find yourself in the midst of a of a shooting like this? After
0: we started to get information and immediately uh, we learned that it was a Kroger-owned supermarket in Boulder, Colorado, well... Who hasn't been in a Smith's uh, supermarket or grocery store here in Utah along the Wasatch Front? I mean, my colleague, Dave Noriega, goes into Smith's every single day, and I go into the one by my house at least a couple of times a week. And that um, active shooter was in that particular Kroger-owned grocery store, Lee, for 50 minutes from what we now know. Uh, And there's a gun battle going on at some point when more officers arrive. And there are so many shoppers like Sarah who, again, she's at the check stand with her 21-year-old son. And initially, he freezes. He freezes, and Mm. she's trying to get him to run out of the store with her. And she's grateful by the time she's doing this interview that she doesn't have a second child with her. She has another child. Mm. And they go to that store almost every day. So when they get outside in the parking lot, They see a victim, um, somebody who's been shot lying there on on the ground. And now at this point, Nicholas, the 21 year old son, has kind of figured out that they got to keep running. But mom Sarah wants to go back, go back to that victim lying on the ground and help him. So this all brings up so many questions in our, in our minds, right? What would we do if we were caught in this situation, even for a couple of minutes, let alone 50 minutes? Uh, That's why we thought it was really important to bring on retired FBI supervisor, Carl Schmay, who worked for many years right here in the Salt Lake City Division, Lee. And let's listen for a couple of minutes. He has some excellent advice that we can all learn from.
1: The first thing is you have to have a plan, and there's a three-step plan for dealing with an active shooter. So the first is run. If you can, run. Get out of there. Um, and so that means you have to have situational awareness. You have to know where those exits are. So get out of there. Tell other people not to come in. Tell them what's going on. Um, if you can't run, if you're trapped inside the store, then your second option is to hide. So you're going to look for a, an office, a closet, some place you can hopefully lock a door and maybe barricade. Um, you got to be very quiet. Silence your phone. Your life's going to depend on on being quiet and, and hiding out from the from the gunman. And then your last option is if you're trapped and the guy's coming for you, you're going to have to fight. And it's a fight for your life with whatever is available. Um, if you've got a broom, a chair, a fire extinguisher, you know, your purse, whatever. And if you're with other folks, everyone's got to be committed. They got to take the guy down. Um, so it's run, hide, fight are the steps. And the important thing is that people have to, um, they've got to have this plan in their mind already because if you haven't thought through what you're going to do you're just going to panic you're going to freeze up you're not going to know what to do and and so you need to think about this um the fbi has actually got a good uh video of this on its website which shows a um a scenario like this and and it's something really that we need to talk to our family we need to talk to our kids even though it's a scary situation you know what we've seen in boulder and we've seen elsewhere is that this can happen anywhere right it can happen in grocery stores Church, schools, um, anywhere, and that's it's it's a sad commentary in our society, but that's the reality, and we need to prepare ourselves in order to uh, to to deal with that and to survive that.
0: I also think about, Lee, that dad in the grocery store who was awaiting the, at the pharmacy counter for his COVID-19 shot. He had his two young children with them, both girls. And he ran up the stairs and found a Coke closet when he heard the gunfire and put his two girls in that Coke closet and hid out there and started texting his wife. You know, you have to hope he had done what supervisor, former FBI supervisor Carl Schmay said, and that is silence that cell phone.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, run, hide, fight. Run, Hide, fight. Uh, I am getting a number of text messages, uh, and they are all—they're they're folks like me, right? Concealed yeah. carry permit holders who are looking at the situation and saying, uh, "Step one is to you know pull your weapon and, and and return fire." And with the proper training and with the proper mental preparation, that may be exactly uh, the right thing. But in that bit of advice given to us by uh, former agent Schme, this is. To remove yourself from the threat is always going to be number one. If there is a fight and you can remove yourself from that fight either by fleeing or from hiding from it, that's not cowardice. That is not uh, betraying your, your preparation. It is third step is, is to fight. And run, hide, fight is not just something that we hear here made up, uh, but uh, advice that's given on college campuses. It is advice that's given in elementary schools. It is advice that's given to uh, the, the folks that handle security at, uh, at sports arenas it's It's very prudent advice
0: well, and the other um, thing that I think is is so important is is to have that situational awareness and that may sound silly. We just go to the grocery store we're just buying twenty bucks worth of groceries, but if you go to the same grocery store every single week a couple of times a week it it's good it's good to know where the exits are uh, besides those big massive front doors because if you looked at that you saw that video and a lot of us saw that video of the front of that store in boulder colorado i mean that looked like something out of a war zone um and so certainly to know where the back exits are uh you know and be aware um in fact somebody at the meat who worked the meat counter in the back said well at first i thought it was just construction noise going on and then they finally figured out that there were bullets flying inside the store, and and sometimes I think we just need to train our brains to think maybe it, maybe it's not construction noise that I'm hearing, sure. uh, and being able to react sooner, quicker. A lot of people did a lot of things, though, to save their own lives and save the lives of those who were also in the store at the time.
3: 100 percent. Debbie janovic thank you so much for, for your conversation. Look forward to hearing more from you tomorrow morning uh, at 9 a.m. here on KSL News Radio. We're going to take a break right now. When we return, we'll be joined by ABC News reporter Brad Garrett to look at the broader trend of shootings of this nature in this nation. That's next on Live Mike.